0: Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. I'm Eric from Spencer Design Co. And I'm
1: Zach from Zach Builds. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on air, you can send it to offthecutpodcast at gmail.com.
0: You can find both of us on YouTube, Instagram, and unfortunately, because we have to keep up with the kids, you can find us on TikTok too. All
1: right, now let's get into the show.
0: Howdy, everybody, and welcome to Off The Cut episode 16 which is respectfully dedicated to the food of the day, macaroons.
1: Uh okay, yes, the almond-based pastry,
0: something like that. <laughs> but I know up in Canada today is better known as Tuesday, May thirty-first, twenty twenty-two. Almost uh, getting
1: through another month. I know. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Time. Fl- you know, this is the worst part about getting older is that time flies. Oh like, my god, I know. Are, are you getting the nice weather down in Ohio now?
0: Oh, it was like 95 today.
1: Yeah, it was It was a scorcher.
0: She was a too. steamer.
1: Yeah, um, but it's like, you. I, I don't know about you, but I'm a warm weather type of guy. And I really look forward to the warmer months. But I realize like June rolls around. You're like, oh, no, I only have 90 more days of this. Uh-huh. And now that I'm an adult, time flies. Uh-huh. Like that's going to be over in a blink of an eye.
0: Uh-huh. So, um, but you know so what doesn't fly? What's that? Making macaroons.
1: Okay, so I'm pretty sure you have to say it with a pretentious accent.
0: Oh, it's, like my mom when yeah, she macaron. says French food?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's
0: what she says. Yeah, She's like yeah. m- macaron or something like that. Yeah. I was like, like mom, we, you spent like a week in France when you were six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my my girlfriend and I used to live like around the corner from a store that only set, sold Mac- macarons macaroons mac- whatever you want to say it like that was like the only thing they sold like every color of the rainbow you would walk in and they would have just like it would start like pink on one wall and then yeah. it would just slowly gradiate over to you know like uh what's your i'm, ch- I'm trying to look at the uh pink on the right this and then flag. blue on the left yeah i'm looking oh, at your yeah. flag in the background
0: <laughs> i don't know oh speaking of that hold on i got a good one for people uh, oh. If you're if you're watching on YouTube, mm-hmm. you can see all these episodes before they come out because we were busy this weekend and we st- like today is May 31st and we still haven't put out the episode for last week yet. I so was going to want to get, you know, if you want to watch it soon, get on yeah. YouTube. YouTube is the
1: way to watch. It's a I'm lot on spaceship, ball. baby yeah, you're on a spaceship. I was going to bust your balls <laughs> a little bit uh, and ask you, I was I assume you were very busy this weekend because I texted you on Saturday or Sunday and I didn't yeah. hear back from you until yesterday or today.
0: Yeah, so my uh one of my buddies, they his family's got a lake house Ooh, and nice. yeah, so here's the thing. We go there and we have a great time, mm-hmm. but the payment for going there is tons of chores. Yes. So it's like I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to help out and do that stuff. Mm-hmm. But people are like, Oh man, the whole weekend just like drinking, sitting by the water, it's like yeah. Yes and no.
1: A little bit of chopping firewood, a yeah. little bit of like gardening.
0: But they are completely demolishing their house. So oh. right now it's just like a concrete floor with a couple footers mm-hmm. and like you can see the trusses. There's no roof. There's nothing there right wow.
1: now. Wow, crazy. So where, where did you stay when you were there? Like in tents? Tents, yeah. Cool. We
0: had tents, which was kind of fun for a couple yeah. days. But after the end, you're like, yeah. All right, I'm done with this. I'm ready
1: for, like, a, <laughs> it, you know, indoor plumbing and, and heating. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, we had to
0: shower with a bucket.
1: Nice. Nice. And,
0: and then they had just got a toilet, like, plumbed a couple hours before we got there. Okay. But there was no running water, so we had to run a hose from oh, the neighbor's yeah. house and, and fill up the, the top bowl.
1: Yes, yes. A little pro tip for everybody at home. Uh, you can, like, flush a toilet with just a bucket. Like, say your toilet's yeah. broken or whatever, you just pour a bunch of water in the bowl. It'll flush.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's gravity. It's done like by gravity.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It, so that was very uh, interesting.
1: Have you ever been to, like, a developing country, and you go to a bathroom, and there's no, like, bowl on the back of the toilet? It's just, like, literally, like, the lower half of the toilet? oh yeah 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 you, you can capture that a little bit if you if you go traveling
0: <laughs> they have those a lot of times at like national parks too
1: oh really I don't know mm-hmm. if I've ever seen that interesting interesting
0: it's they're like the what like the compost toilets or whatever where they throw a bunch of stuff in there and gotcha gotcha like a bunch of enzymes that eat all yeah. the eat all the nonsense
1: I was looking into uh, every once in a while. I'm like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to I'm going to get rid of the apartment and I'm going to live in an RV. So I was like exploring <laughs> like all the different options for like ha- like composting toilets in RVs. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, OK, if I got to do this, like how long can I go? You know, But yeah. Just the, yeah. the idea of having like a, a sealed box with your like waist in it. <laughs> not attractive yeah. to me. I, I'm, so- I'm sure it's got good seals and all that, but still not fun
0: yeah i got two friends um that both bought like mobile residences yes one complete opposite spectrum okay okay Okay. so one of my buddies bought like a brand new like travel trailer mm-hmm. so one of those that you haul and then like it, like the little like sides kind of like yeah. pop out and yeah that's what but it's got at. full plumbing and everything yeah um he has just your three water tanks so you have your fresh water, your gray water, which mm-hmm. is like what you use to like run your sink or whatever in your shower. Mm-hmm. And then you have your black water, which would be like your toilet water, right? Yeah. So it goes in a massive tank and then you basically take it to like your campsite and then it's gravity fed and effectively just like sucks it out. Yeah. Um, so he did, He does that. And he said it's not too bad.
1: Yeah. I assume and if you have like a newer model, it's probably pretty well figured out at this point.
0: Yeah, I've I've got to imagine it's... I think I'm pretty sure it was brand new or had, like, you know, one year on it. So, yeah, Yeah. within the last five years it was made. Yeah. But Uh, then my other friend mm
1: -hmm.
0: bought a school bus. Ooh. And so when she bought it, the the person who had it prior had partially converted it. I would say it was livable. Okay. But not done. Okay. So, like... 80 75 80 percent of the way uh-huh. and her toilet is comp excuse me compost yeah so it like it she was trying to describe it to me it has like this like triangulation system in it somehow so like mm-hmm. when you pee that goes like towards the front and oh, it kind oh. of like separates that from the waist
1: oh interesting
0: and then you can just like pour the the pee out i
1: guess okay okay yeah that makes sense because you wouldn't want to like there's probably a lot of needless weight there like you can just yeah. pour that out in your like the backyard or wherever you are
0: yeah i don't know it's i've never stayed with her on on that bus yeah but it's I, well, definitely interesting
1: is it uh does it have a like a wood fire stove in it i feel like every bus conversion has a wood fire stove
0: no she has an elect like a hot plate like oh yeah, electric okay. hot plate
1: but that's enough to like keep her heated too
0: Oh, for for air conditioning, she has one of those small units. It's about the same size as like a dehumidifier.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha.
0: So it's like I don't know what three feet by two feet by two feet, roughly. Sure, sure. Um, that's like six kilometers, I think. <laughs> for everybody, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the overseas. map's a little fuzzy,
1: but that's a that's yeah, a
0: roughly. But that does her heating and cooling, and that's cool. She said it was like she ran it one time in the winter and it was so hot in there that she had to open the windows.
1: Oh, wow! I mean, so it works well. You'd be surprised how easy it is to heat a space provided it's well insulated. Yes, not that you would know anything about that. With your no,
0: (laughs) I know nothing about insulation (laughs) in the garage. Oh, my god, dude, Um, I was out in the garage today. Oh, and It was 111 degrees. Oh, man. And this was at like 10 in the morning.
1: Yeah. It (laughs) it was 85 in my shop today. I know because my, even though I use Celsius for everything, the damn thermostat in the garage is in Fahrenheit. So it was 85 today. I was like, this is too hot. Uh, (laughs) So I can only imagine what you were 30 degrees 110
0: Fahrenheit to Celsius.
1: That's like 30 I'm going to say like 35.
0: Yeah.
1: 43. 43. Oh, my God. You might have as well like burst into flames.
0: (laughs) I felt like it, dude. Mm -hmm. I was losing my damn mind over the past (laughs) couple of days. So I know last week we talked about me making this dining table right Mm, solid mm -hmm. wood dining table and like milling that wood was just the biggest pain in the ass ever
1: right yeah and did you get the the walnut dust is like sticky too when you're sweating oh it like stains your skin
0: yeah i came out of the garage and like man i got a good base tan going on here yeah but yeah so so i got them the wood milled flat everything like Mm -hmm. that and then i'm like I'm 100% using dominoes in this table glue-up because they're so long. If you have any inconsistencies of like where the boards are meeting up, it's just going to be a disaster, right? Yeah. So I got the dominoes in, and then I was thinking, well, instead of trying to glue up five boards at once that are seven feet long, I'm going to do three boards and two boards. Yeah, makes sense. Then once that's dry, glue those two pieces up. Yeah. So... Those initial glue ups went fine, no issues at all. Mm-hmm. Then, for whatever reason, when I went to get the final one two together, I guess I didn't look at my sustainer where I have all like the dominoes in there because mm-hmm. they're like labeled like, oh, this one is like this thickness, this length, or whatever. Okay, I guess I just grabbed the wrong ones and yeah, you know, put them in one side, applied the glue glue everything, and then went to go push oh, the no. two halves together. Yeah. And granted, it's solid walnut, seven feet long, inch and a half thick. I'm by myself. This is heavy, yes, right? Yes, yes. And I go clamp everything. And I'm, you know, cranking down the clamps. And I was like, why is there like an eighth inch gap? Like, what is going on here? And I'm, I'm swearing. I'm getting so mad, so fired <laughs> up. And then I just say, F this, I'm just going to pull this apart, Mm -hmm. let it dry. And then, cause this was like right before I was going to my buddy's house for the weekend. So I was going to try to get it done for the weekend, Mm -hmm. but I used the wrong damn dominoes. They were too long.
1: Okay. So the dominoes are different lengths, correct? Yes. Different lengths
0: and thicknesses.
1: Okay. So keep in mind, I've never used a domino before because I'm a filthy heathen. Um, (laughs) The, the So the length is variable and also the width Correct. of it is variable too? Correct. And you Correct. can adjust that. Like the domino will do, like why doesn't the domino just do once why is it like a one size all fit approach?
0: It's a great question. So there are three adjustments that you can do. Mm-hmm. You can do the width, of the dom, I should say you can do the height or thickness of the domino.
1: That I understand. Like you might wanna adjust it up and down for different thicknesses of materials, right? Like I guess ideally you're hitting it right in the middle of your wood.
0: Exactly. So that is controlled by the size of the bit that you use. So think of like you're drilling a hole. A quarter inch drill bit is going to be a smaller hole Mm -hmm. than a half inch drill bit, right? Mm -hmm. So that is controlled by the domino bit that you use. Yeah. You can use, in mine, I can do a four millimeter, five millimeter, six millimeter. Oh, it's all millimeters. I must drive you nuts. Eight millimeter and 10 millimeter.
1: Okay.
0: I think. Okay. And then, then you can pick the width or like the, the side to side. That is to either make the domino really tight. So when you put the domino in that has zero side to side play. Okay, which is really important if you're trying to get um, horizontal surfaces perfect. So maybe you're make- making like a rail and style door yep that would make the ends of them perfectly touching. Understood.
1: Okay, understood.
0: But then you can also do um, a setting a lot of people will call it like the slop or the looseness setting. Yeah. Um. That'll basically, the way the domino works is like the the drill bit wiggles side to side, and you can basically control how much it wiggles side to side. Mm-hmm. Um. So that is really good for like when you're gluing up panels because you'll make sure that your panels are aligned with each other, yeah. but you don't really care if they slide right to left, right? Yeah,
1: sure. You cut off the ends of what the tracks are or whatever, right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that way, that'll allow you to just slap things together and not have to get them like dead on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then the depth.
0: The, yeah. And then the depth would be like the length of mm-hmm. the domino that you use.
1: And I guess theoretically, like a longer domino, a little bit stronger. Or? Yeah.
0: But think of it with like, a, say you're trying to do like a butt joint of half inch plywood. Yeah, true. You would want a really short domino yes, there, right? Yes. And then if you're doing, like, a big table base, you'd probably want, like, the biggest, longest domino you can get Mm -hmm, in there. mm -hmm. So So the
1: dominoes, when you buy them, do they have different widths of dominoes or just different
0: lengths? Different lengths.
1: But not different widths.
0: Correct. Okay, okay, okay. So you have different heights or thicknesses and then different lengths. The widths are always the same.
1: Okay, okay. All right, well, thank you. That was very informative. There's a lot to go. Yeah.
0: So... The extent of explaining that is that I used the wrong length yes. domino. I used yes. a 8x50, t- which is an 8mm cutter with 50mm of length. Mm-hmm. But I had only plunged the domino 20mm 20 20 on each side. So I sort of used a 40mm length tenon. Gotcha. So I, was, I had a 10mm gap.
1: Yes, yeah. So was that because... You grabbed the wrong dominoes? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, was, <laughs> I just, was just,
0: I grabbed them out of the sustainer that holds them all, and I like put the glue on. I was like, oh, God, get them in, get them in, get them in.
1: <laughs> okay, so I have another domino question for you. The, yeah. There's a standard size domino and there's a domino yes. XL, right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Does the domino XL give you a wider range of potential cuts? like?
0: So the domino XL can't do really small things.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So I
0: think the smallest bit that the Domino XL takes is the eight millimeter bit, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is already pretty, pretty big.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So most people, unless you were building like super, super bulky, like bunk beds and massive tables are going to go with the smaller domino 500 every day okay
1: so that's a that's a good tip actually because i might have just been at the store and be like well just get the xl because you know bigger is better yeah (laughs) and the
0: xl is substantially heavier yeah yeah it's It's like three times as heavy
1: it's a beast man it's like i've seen pictures of people it looks like somebody's lifting up like a a car transmission or something yeah
0: so what would you what would you perceive yourself as using the Domino most for? Like just ripping together table bases for joinery and stuff like that?
1: Table bases for joinery, definitely. Like what you're doing, like if I was going to do a big dining table, I would probably yeah. use it there. I think just like, yeah, like the table bases. It's like being able to like connect things at right angles would be really handy,
0: I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 For that, don't the regular 500 this is the regular size one. You will be more than happy with it. Okay, okay. Because so. you can always double up tenons. Right. So you could do like, you know, two side by side. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be plenty strong. Yes,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's surprising how strong those little dowels are.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, it's not much wood. And it's it's kind of a soft wood too, isn't it? Do you know what it's made of? Or is it a composite material?
0: Uh, the, the tenons, the domino tenons yeah. themselves? They're made out of beech wood. Okay, okay. And then they also make mahogany ones that they recommend if you're doing outdoor furniture.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't know mahogany was a particularly good...
0: Exterior. Or maybe like Sapelli or whatever the hell Yeah, it.
1: yeah. Sapelli I know is really oily, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Very Ooh, similar color.
0: I just realized... Uh-oh. We have to thank our new patrons.
1: Oh, we got new patrons? Oh, man, I haven't been on the Patreon page in a bit.
0: Our new patrons this week are you. Yes, you could have your name... See how smooth that was? Oh
1: yes, that was that was very. You could have
0: your name read right here in the next show Mm -hmm. by supporting the podcast and getting access to the after show and cool merch, Mm -hmm. t-shirts, stickers, all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. by going to patreon.com/slash-off-the-cut-podcast.
1: I think in the last after show we talked conspiracy theories for like Mm forty-five minutes. So that's uh, if you want access to that kind of content
0: unhinged, unhinged. but no that really is where we talk about things that we can't necessarily yes. talk in a public about yeah a lot of times we'll talk about behind the scenes business deals I know mm-hmm. we we a couple episodes we talked about one where you gave me the go-ahead on this one business proposition that I had mm-hmm. and uh yeah we have fun over there we do we do but returning to support the show returning top tier patrons the original supporter himself Scott Eastman at EC's Woodshop and Mm -hmm. Corey Duvall which I think we just we he told us we pronounced his name wrong so I think I fixed it
1: okay I was gonna say is that the correct pronunciation
0: no Uh, no okay (laughs) well I bet my mom he said it was Italian so maybe my mom I asked my mom how to say it and I bet she could come up with some snooty way to say it (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i was gonna say is your mom italian then <laughs> i realized now she probably just oh. vacationed there once
0: yeah probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh what else we got oh you know what i just did right before we got on the podcast speaking What's of that? that table driving me absolutely bananas mm-hmm. so when that because that glue up didn't go perfectly i had glue all over the place and i'm like this table is going to take years <laughs> for me to sand yeah i finally broke down oh And got my new Sander.
1: Oh, which one did you end up going with?
0: So my thought was, I know at some point I'm going to want the Rotex. Yeah. The Festool Rotex. So I was like, I could get their typical or their regular random orbit one that's effectively the exact same as your um, Mm Merca. But I was like, I'm going to want the Rotex at some point. Yeah. Why don't I get the Rotex first? Because it's going to be drastically different than the sander I have yep. now. Yep. Functionality and size. Yep. Excuse me. And then get the regular six inch random orbit sander once I kick my five inch out.
1: Yeah. I think that's uh, I would, I would probably follow a similar trajectory on yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so did you get the six inch Rotex, the 180? Yes.
0: Cool. Yeah. Or yeah. one, 150. 150,
1: RO150. Okay. Okay.
0: But I helped you out because I knew this was going to be a big purchase, mm-hmm. and I went to one of your videos, clicked on one of your affiliate links, and bought it all through all your affiliate. Oh, really?
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was like, somebody's <laughs> got to get the got to get some money for this because I can't I can't for for anybody listening, I can't affiliate link myself.
1: Oh yes, yeah,
0: yeah. That I, I the red could, flag.
1: You, maybe you could if you like. You know, ordered it with your girlfriend's credit card or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: that's a huge red flag. <laughs> yes. Yes. For anybody doing this stuff. But yeah. so I bought the sander and oh, then I baby. was like, well, I got to get the dust extractor too.
1: Oh, yes, you do.
0: And then yeah. I was like, well, I got to get the bags for the dust extractor too. And I got to get the Bluetooth remote for the dust extractor. Yeah. yeah. And I want to get the other like interface pad that makes it like perfectly flat so they have different like like foam pads on them to make your sander basically softer or harder yes so i got the really hard one which they said is phenomenal for like leveling Mm -hmm. surfaces because it won't like dip and make a crater yeah dude how much all in do you think this was uh the carry the
1: three uh it's gotta be close to three thousand bucks
0: so U.S. The, I mean, yeah US uh, okay, Canadian. maybe 2,500. It was, it was only 1,900 bucks.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, God.
0: But I was like, my damn, for an a, a effing sander, mm-hmm. it was $2,000. Well, like, look. Oh my. The, I didn't even get the sandpaper yet. True.
1: the <laughs> That dust extractor is going to change your life. That Bluetooth remote is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it'll pay for itself.
0: It, oh, yeah. No, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. And, and plus,
1: you get to sell your old Santa or You get to sell your old shop vac, and then you know you recoup some cost there.
0: fifteen dollars. Yeah, and I'll give <laughs> you some of kick- those stupid rigid ones. <laughs>
1: I'll give you a kickback on the affiliate money too. I'll send yeah. you an Amazon gift card for like thirty dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, just try to bump me up that list on that CNC.
1: Oh yeah, true. Oh man, so okay, so I I, I spent all of yesterday getting the new CNC set up, which I'm very excited about because this thing is fast um
0: going yeah i saw it on your stories
1: yeah yeah th- it that's boogies quick me. it's that was
0: not sped up that was real speed
1: that was real speed and that was driving a leveling bit and if you never seen one of those leveling bit the head on it is like Boys three quarter inches right yeah so it, yeah it it was boogieing um so I, I got that all set up uh, so my buddy wants my old one and i was like okay cool like yeah like as soon as the new one comes in uh, i'll give you the old one um I message him. I'm like, "Hey, new one's in. You want this old one?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I do want it. I do want it." And then, smash. I was like, "Okay, like, when do you want to come get it?" Radio silence. Uh, huh. And then I message him again. I like send him a photo of it. It's like, "It's here. It's waiting for you." He's like, "Man, I really need to make some space in my shop." And it's so there's a lot of a uh, lot of delays. <laughs> so we'll see. You might be moving up the list. All
0: right. Well, just let me know. Like I said, no pressure. I'm mm-hmm. ju- I'm just. Just keep, just keep me in mind. Yes, I will. Cause for I'll, sure. I'll make it, I'll make it worth your while. All but right. the new one, yes how, how's it, how's it working?
1: Uh, well? I haven't used it to cut anything yet. Tomorrow's going to be my first day okay. of cutting. So Monday was all about fabricating a new steel frame mm-hmm. to suspend it. So I had to, I had to, you know, do a bunch of welding, bunch of grinding, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then today was getting it in place and getting it all calibrated You have to make sure the bed of it is perfectly level and also perfectly flat. So I was doing that. I was getting all the sensors hooked up. It's funny. So I actually won't be able to use the full capacity of it because it's so big. It takes up the whole corner of my shop and it's right. It's I have it jammed right against the wall. But the back of it, the of the motor actually overhangs the unit itself. So if I go all the way to the limit, the motor smashes against the wall. So it's not that big of a deal at the end of the day. It just means that I can't use like the last three inches of the bed. But it's like it's I could not fit a bigger machine there if I tried. There's like the, that is the absolute limit of CNC for me.
0: So here's a, the first thing that came to mind. And I'm, shoot me down. Tell me you've already thought about this. OK. Have you thought about putting it on like super heavy duty drawer slides so you could basically when you need to pull the unit out a couple inches
1: yeah that's, a, that's i have no a idea
0: potential. if that'd work
1: that's a potential for sure um yeah yeah i don't see why not the only issue with that is the drawer slides would add a little bit of height to it and it's They'd already kind of getting uncomfortably high because this one's taller than my old it's one like
0: is chest height where yeah, the tail is, right?
1: Yeah, it's... uh The bottom of it's 48 inches, so the top of it's probably like 52... Like, the actual work surface is probably like 52 uh, inches high yeah, that's, or something.
0: Yeah, that's tall.
1: Yeah, it is tall. And it's I did that because I wanted to get my tools, like my planer, my jointer, or my drum sander, underneath it while I'm not yeah. using them. Um. So, yeah, it's... it's it's, But that's, that's not a bad idea. Honestly, with the old one, I used to just... Rationalize it as, hey, you know, if I really need to, I can just pull it off the shelf, put it on a table, and use it. Sure. With a new one, that's not an option.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, this this new one, I'm assuming it showed up through freight, right? They had to freight deliver it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was the holdup.
1: Yes. So yeah, it got stuck at the border for a long time. Then it got freighted in. Then it arrived, and I start unpacking it. And the very first thing you see when you open the box is like, don't try and set this up alone. So I had to get on the phone. Like, I called uh, my dad, like, "Hey, dad, do you want to help me come set up my new my new toy?"
0: He's like, "No, leave yeah. me alone." Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> now, how does he feel about CNCs? Does he? Will he be into it?
1: He's getting into it. I think he's uh, he's warming up to the idea. I mean, he's a you know he's a boomer, so technology scares him. But um, he wants to. He really wants to make a guitar on it. So Ooh. I think that's uh that's a project that I'll probably do with him at some point maybe make that into into a little video too. Um but yeah, he sees he does a lot of cabinetry too so I was like, "You know, dad, you could like cut entire drawer faces or uh like cabinet door faces on it and stuff like that." So I think he's he's warming up to it. He's warming up to it.
0: I'd like it. I mean the the guitar thing would be really cool to see i know tons of people build guitars and uh there's tons of like guitar content out there but i don't know would he ever be interested in like doing a collab with you on a youtube video or is he like get the camera away from me
1: i think he's more like get the camera away from me type yeah
0: that's what my parents would be for sure
1: yeah yeah which is fair enough i mean you know he doesn't uh it's it's a little bit of a weird thing like i chose to like try and be in front of a bunch of people like making videos but it's kind of, it's another thing to just like trust that on to somebody. Right.
0: Yeah. I know. I know Miranda always gets a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. So but she's been in like a lot. She's been in a hand, large handful yeah. of my videos and stuff. Do you ever
1: get any like has there ever been any like negative like anybody ever like left a bad comment or something like that? Oh, like because
0: the- was she was in it.
1: Yeah, just like that would like dissuade her from wanting to do it again. No,
0: no, okay, no right. I genuinely Good. don't think I've ever gotten anything. I've, I've gotten more positivity than anything. People are like, oh, it's so cool to see like a boyfriend-girlfriend duo or yeah. like see another girl into this woodworking thing because yeah. there are a ton of female woodworking content creators. There it's definitely true. are some, true. but I would say it's a substantially less amount than the males.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, there's Tamara from Three by Three. There's the car- April
0: Wilkerson.
1: Yes, yeah, she's huge too. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? Uh, she's the Carpenter. Um, is, is her name Sam?
0: I think so. Yeah. And there's uh, Sam DIY Huntress.
1: Yes yeah oh
0: was oh. that who you're thinking about i yeah. know she's the carpenter is the blonde girl but i can't think of her name off the top of my head yeah i'm terrible with names i'm
1: so bad with names too i know handles and not names which i think makes me a bad person <laughs> you know like i know people's like instagram handles and like their youtube channel names and stuff like that but
0: <laughs> to me it's, it's whatever i whatever i see more often yeah so like if, if somebody's messaging me and I constantly am getting their screen name, mm-hmm. then I'll remember, like, their, their username or whatever. But if I'm getting their name, yeah. then I remember their name but not yeah. their username. Yeah. So they might leave a comment, and I'm like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are just too many people to try to keep track of it all.
1: It's true. I mean, what what's the uh, – they say Dunbar's number. Like, everybody only has a capacity for, like, 150 people, like, to – Like, to have a conceptual model of, like, people that exist in your life, right? Like, you have your family, your friends, so that's probably, like, 20, 30 people right off the bat. And then you have 120 other people, and probably most of those are celebrities you see on TV. I (laughs) never
0: thought about that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, there's a limit to, like, human cognition and memory, so it makes sense, right?
0: Hmm. Well, speaking of people's names. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's hit some questions from people that have names.
1: Okay. I like this. All
0: right. Uh, Let's find one. I'm just, I'm not even reading the question anymore. I'm just picking one and that's what we're going for.
1: Okay.
0: N square woodworking wants to know how did you, how did you gather up the courage to start woodworking?
1: Oh, uh, I, I honestly thought that that question was going to say, how did you gather the courage to get on camera?
0: That's where I thought it was going too.
1: Yeah, the woodworking is like that's I don't know, for me it's always been kind of natural. Like I guess so I take it for granted cuz I I think I've told you this like I've basically been building stuff for as long as I can remember. Yeah. It was like for me, it was like a fun thing to do when I was five years old. I used to play with like the scraps in my dad's wood shop, right? Oh. So I I don't know. It, it was like it's always been kind of like a play thing for me. So I never yeah. I don't know. I don't really think of it as like particularly courageous or anything like that. But well, I guess you have a little bit of a different like you came into it later in life.
0: Yeah. So the and if you want to know the entire story around this, I think that was what our entire first episode. Yeah, true. Was about right. Abbreviated was I took Woodshop to try to avoid having to take a global language in Mm -hmm. high school. And then I was like, this is sweet. Yeah. But my curiosity with it kind of stemmed with I always enjoyed building things like Legos and like building forts and kinds of stuff like that when I was a kid. And this was, like, more of, like, the adult-appropriate way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to, like, play with Legos, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, you can't
1: be in your late 20s building ports all the time, so.
0: (laughs) No. And then the the other thing for me is I've never really been afraid to, like, just completely F something up and fail at it. Like, somebody's like, hey, do you want to try, I don't like. Make something up. You want to try racing dirt bikes? I've never done that. I'd be yeah. like, sure. Hell yeah. Let's go for it. It's, but I'm not, the, the whole time I'm there, I'm not thinking, oh my God, if I'm not perfect at this, I'm going to be so mad. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be great at this, but I'm excited to work and get better at it.
1: Yes. um, I agree with you in large part. I found that there are certain things in my life where I'm like incredibly scared of being bad. Like, uh, for oh. example, like dancing, like going out and like publicly dancing would be terrifying for me. Yes. Um, but there. So, but, so
0: you refuse to dance with Sophie?
1: Yeah, I, I don't refuse. Like, I try and be a little bit better than, you know, like, nobody likes the guy who's like, no, I'm not going to do it. But yeah. I... It's you a know, 10 my,
0: out of 10 awful for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. My palms start sweating. I'm like, oh, man, everybody in Mom this room spaghetti. is... spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, but your example of, like, okay, so I know how to ride motorcycles, but, like, I've never ridden... I don't know, like a jet ski. Somebody was like, hey, you want to race oh, jet yeah. skis? I'd be like, hell really? yeah. Like,
0: let's do it.
1: Let's do it. So there there are limits to like what I'm c- comfortable being bad at.
0: <laughs> you want to know what happened the first time I rent a race, or not raced, rode a jet ski? Yes, please. Have I, did I tell you the story? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. So one of my good friends, I, I used to go, to the beach with his va- with his family every single year for vacation mm-hmm. and we'd go down to north carolina and we were maybe maybe in high school it might have been like freshman year of college or whatever okay. and one day his, his he and his sister were like hey mom can we go rent jet skis and they and mo, or his mom goes yeah sure no problem she's like she's like find a place we'll go do it and so i've never been on jet ski and i'm yeah. pumped right yeah yeah okay we we go there you have to do this like miniature like 10 or 15 minute like boating class or whatever you get you get your fake boaters license um, sure and we get the jet skis out there and i'm like dude this is the coolest craziest thing i've ever done in my life so you're out there for about an hour we're like 45 minutes in and i'm like just ripping this thing around going like 45 50 miles an hour just gunning it doing some turns and mm-hmm. stuff having a blast and i'm in front of people like so the, his sister and him are behind me so i'm just like i'm going for it right yeah, yeah. i've got nothing for me to worry about yeah. if i don't hit anything
1: yeah
0: well i'm doing turns and then i just i remember hearing like this big bam and then I remember being in the water, like right. I think I yes. literally like blacked out for a couple seconds.
1: Yeah, yeah, the classic crash. Like you never remember the actual like, you no. just remember something happening, and then like you, yeah, you know, three seconds later you kind of come back and then, to.
0: <laughs> so then my buddy, I I just remember like being in the water looking up. My buddy was like, "Dude, are you okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "What just happened?" And he says, "He says you cut me off." Oh, and But if I'm in front of you, I have the right of way, right? Yeah, yeah. So he hit me. He said I literally was holding on to the handlebars the whole time, and, like, my feet just, like, flipped over me. Like, I literally flipped over.
1: Oh, man, wow. And
0: so the way a jet ski or any boat works is it's submerged in the water, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, a third of it you can't see. And so we just see this little, like, trim piece that's, like, basically like rubs on the dock when you get there or whatever. And like, that's a little jacked up. Mm -hmm. So we're thinking like, ah, you know, we still got like 15 minutes or so left. Why don't we just continue riding?
1: Probably fine.
0: Or yeah, we should be fine. I mean, we don't want to waste this money. Like we're already screwed. Yeah. Right. As far as the jet skis go, like, why don't we just (laughs) maximize the time and then deal with that later? Mm -hmm. So we get to the dock and the the guy instantly goes, What happened? Like the guy that <laughs> worked there. <laughs> yeah. And we and then my buddy just goes, Oh, we just kinda bumped into each other a little bit. And mm-hmm. we're like, Okay, like we'll we'll get the paperwork and like fill fill the thing out or whatever. But he's like, What we had to do is we gotta get the lift and basically lift it totally out of the water, just inspect the but, whole frame to make sure there was nothing else. Yeah. Lay lift it out, and dude, as it's coming out of the water. You see this you see like the little frame bumper rail thing bent and you're like oh that's yeah that's bad oh wow that's really (laughs) bent and then and then it's white jet ski Mm -hmm. and then you start to see a little black and we're like what is that and as they come out further and further out of the water this black spot just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's fully out of the water dude it was close to the size of like a soccer ball size hole in (laughs) the back of this jet ski i don't know how this thing didn't sink
1: uh, yeah that's a good point <laughs> what do you think made the hole was it like your friend's jet ski or was it you going over the handlebars and then hitting no, it it was on the in way the back?
0: back it was, oh, in the, it was back. In the back so the nose of his jet ski literally just went through my jet ski
1: oh i see okay well that's totally his fault then right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah if you rear end somebody it. with your car it's like it's there it's the person who does the rear endings fault
0: yeah, and it's not like I'm on a jet ski and I can just rip the brake and have somebody. Yeah. Like, I'm turning and stuff, and yeah. he was probably just full, full throttle, like, trying to pass me or something, yeah. right? And just absolutely nailed me. So, then his dad shows up, because they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we got to call your parents, because I don't even think we were 18 at the time. Right, okay. So... So they're like, we got to call your parents and his dad comes by and dude, I have never seen his dad look so pissed <laughs> oh, off, but no. here's the thing. Yeah. His dad was pissed off at the jet ski guy, not right? me or his son. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, uh,
1: well, okay. I, yeah. I can kind of see, I mean, if you're going to go, like, if you don't want to pay for a jet ski, like better to be mad at the, <laughs> at them, right?
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: So, well, as you were telling the story, this reminded me of uh, a, a story that happened to me. So, I was probably not dissimilar in age. I think I was like nineteen or maybe twenty. And me and my friends, we went to. Uh, have you ever heard of the Mountain Whistler? It's like a big, oh mountain- yeah,
0: yeah. So Deep we place.
1: So we went to Whistler in the summertime, and okay. we signed up to do an ATV tour. So basically, you get on ATVs, you go out with a guide, and they like. They take you with 12 other people and they kind of show yeah. you around the mountain. You go up the mountain. Me and my friends, 1920, you know, a lot of testosterone flowing around. Oh, so yeah. we're like, hey, let's hold back. Let's let the tour go ahead.
0: And then just rip it.
1: And then we just rip as hard as we possibly can. So we were doing that. Um, and then we get to the top of the mount, the top of Whistler, as far as you can go on roads. Um and then we're coming back down. So we're essentially racing downhill on these like twisty mountain roads. So I go around a corner and I I get a little sideways on the ATV. Like I do a little drift and I was like, "Oh my god, that's that's scary." Cuz you know, drifting on a little machine like that is is uh is not comfortable. And then I notice my other friend come flying around the corner. He's trying to pass me. He goes he goes fully sideways oh, like no. 90 degrees. He rolls his ATV down the side of the mountain. And so he does a super, he does a Superman jump, like arms out in front, lands in the ditch on the side of the road. Like I honestly thought he was dead until I saw his fist go up from the side of the road. Like I'm okay. I'm okay. ATV probably does like five or six tumbles or something like that. So I go over to him. I'm like, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? He's, fine miraculously like you know a little bruised up or whatever but like no broken bones Uh, and we immediately start trying to pull his atv we're like we got to get this thing out of here before the tour company (laughs) finds out light (laughs) no, they're not and you know we couldn't even flip it over we were so screwed so uh at a certain point the tour guide comes back looking for us and we're like, oh. we are in so much trouble. We are so screwed right now. We're like, this is this is gonna ruin our West Coast road trip. Um and at a certain point, we realized the tour guide was terrified. They didn't want to get in trouble for like not oh. supervising us. Yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. So we had this like, you know, like standoff of like who's gonna be in trouble, like who is so.
0: Yeah. So, at,
1: at the end of the day, they just like they took an incident report from us, and nothing else came of it. So okay. I mean, we were we were definitely in the wrong. If anybody from that tour company is still listening to this right now, I'm sorry. It was not a good thing we were doing, but we were young and dumb, and uh, yeah, the, we got in zero trouble for it. Didn't even have to pay. Like I'm sure there was insurance included in the fee or whatever. But they were just like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, oh, please don't sue us. Please don't sue us. Like,
0: Oh, so they didn't even make you pay, like, some sort of, like, $100 deductible no, or, like, something like that? No.
1: Nothing. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you okay. can roll an ATV and get away with it as long as the person who owns the ATV is more afraid of you suing than they are worried about getting the, you know, funds for the ATV. I
0: repair. didn't even... And I'm sure you guys weren't even thinking about that.
1: Oh, God, no. We were terrified. We were like... <laughs> We're gonna to go to jail in Whistler. It's gonna be horrible. Uh-oh. Like, yeah.
0: Oh, that. So that was another time you thought you were gonna to go to jail.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna to go to the, like the ski jail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the stuff we do as kids, man. good, oh, good stuff though. Good stuff. Well, did I did that? You think that sufficiently answered how to get the courage? Yeah, to start woodworking
1: yeah once you race a couple like alternative vehicles jet skis atvs woodworking doesn't seem so bad in comparison
0: no and i don't think you can go to jail from woodworking
1: no no i don't think so all
0: right all All right right. what else you got uh this, this, this this let's do some round this maybe these will be some round robins okay i don't we don't have a name biggest project you've ever built
1: uh, well, I have built houses. I mean,
0: yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Houses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. Other than a house, maybe a standalone object.
1: Um. I've built garages. <laughs> uh. I, what's a good stand? Oh, I've done some cool sculptures. Um. I think in the I did it in the start of one of my videos. I made this big, uh, probably like twelve foot by seven foot. Um, you know that uh, the galaxy table I did, where it was a bunch of wood dowels.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: so I helped my grandfather make a big undulating wave with those. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was probably the biggest thing. We had to make that in like five or six pieces, and then like assemble it on site. And uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun.
0: Hmm. Yeah. What about I you? Like that dining table? Biggest one? Probably this dining table. It's almost yeah. so like the way I all make all my panel glue ups as if i need it to be it's supposed to be 72 inches long yeah. but i'll make it at like 80. 76 or yeah, 80 sure. that way like when i'm running through the planer like i don't even care if i get snipe yeah. and then i just you know maybe if i mess up my base and my base is a little bit bigger i'll just trim the tabletop to fit later and mm-hmm. if it's half inch bigger in one dimension who cares yep that's good so i would say probably the tabletop and oh my god dude I had a friend reach out to me this or family friend, I guess, okay. reach out to me this morning asking me like, "Hey, I just got a house, thinking about having a dining table built." And as soon as I, <laughs> no. as soon as they said that, I'm like, it, "Dude, if she asked me to be build a dining table that's bigger than seventy two inches, it's <laughs> no effing way." <laughs>
1: You should offer to sell her the one you're working on now. I've
0: thought about it.
1: And then you have like all the experience you learn while making that one. You can make yourself a nicer one.
0: Yeah. Well, the, so what I basically said, as I said, send me some inspiration picks to give me an idea of what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And can you tell me what your budget is? Yeah. yeah. Because the, the lumber alone for the table that I'm building for myself yeah. was 960 some dollars. So if yeah. somebody tells me, oh, my. And again. If you're a $1,500 dining table, it's not a cheap table. No, no, no. But all. if you're asking me to build you a $1,500 dining table, it's no.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, $1,500 is a lot for like a machine produced uh, yeah. dining table. Good luck finding anybody who will make you like a handmade table
0: exactly for the, exactly yeah, for that kind of and so i just don't know what the budget is and that's yeah. why i always ask that ahead of time
1: yeah that's great advice you know you would not believe the amount of times even now i've gone through like all the hassle of like planning out a project somebody be like oh can you do like to have a can you make this table for me and i won't even think to so be like well are, are you sure you can afford it essentially which, yeah. which is what you're asking with that question right and yeah. you go, like, I've, you know, spent hours with them designing. And then they're like, okay, so how much do you think it's going to cost to build this? And then I'll, you know, say some number. They'll be like, oh.
0: oh $1,500. Yeah. Like, oh, I was thinking more like 400
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, so that,
0: I had that same thing. One of my buddies, let's see how well this came. Oh.
1: Oh, no, you just completely oh, disappeared.
0: Yeah, hold you got to get, get rid of the background. Standby, No background. So what I'm going to try to do is visual effects no visual effects there. my buddy sent me this picture here
1: uh what am i so looking? to
0: describe it to people it's like this metal oh. bin and on the side of it it has like a bunch of football mm-hmm. logos it's for a cleveland browns football team mm-hmm. and it's like a metal bin but it's like a fire pit oh okay. and cool. and he said hey like i'm having like some baby party thing i guess when you have babies you have like a guy only party or something i don't know okay sure but he's like could you make this for me out of wood yeah and i know just because i know him um i know that what he's he's looking for basically just like this would be really cool like party thing like not looking to spend a lot of money on this i know Mm -hmm. that it doesn't have to be of quality he just wants it to like look like the thing yes i mean even to make a poor version of that like have it look decent you're still talking several hundred bucks
1: i mean it's it's still gonna be like basically a full day for you right like yeah that's what i'm saying so i told him i
0: was like oh yeah man i could definitely do that uh just you know that's gonna be pretty labor intensive just give you a rough idea it's probably gonna be around 600 bucks yeah and the response was okay i'll let you know Uh, yeah yeah which is no yes yes yeah but i could have wasted so much time like Oh, where is this going to be? How big is it going to be? Get that number out Mm -hmm. of the way from the get go. Mm Because if if you don't, then you're just going to waste so much time.
1: Yeah. Can I ask you what he was planning to do with it? Because you said He wanted
0: to hold gifts in it.
1: Oh, and then I'm sure sure. he
0: would never use the thing again. So like I told you, probably like $40 is what he was looking for.
1: You described this to me as a fire pit, and I was like, he's going to be in trouble if he thinks he's going to make it out
0: of wood and still use it. But even if you wanted to build that thing with your CNC, Mm -hmm. you still are going to, it's going to, you're going to have to buy a whole sheet of plywood all the time that goes into designing it and cutting it. Yeah. I mean, even with the CNC, you're still talking minimum several hundred bucks. Yes.
1: Oh, the, the time you would have to take to like, you know, if you want to cut the football teams in it, like. Yeah. Think about, like, you know, you're going to have to go get the logos. You're going to have to make a bunch of cut maps. on Like, yeah. It, I don't I, I don't even know that I would do it for less than 600, to be honest with you.
0: And th- that was basically, like, is going to be like, hey, this is, like, my baby gift to you, basically. Yeah. Like, and yeah. you're still paying me.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But. All right. Most complex project.
1: Oh. Wow. Well, I mean, again, I've built houses. House. So that's, yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, But the I don't know that's a good question. Maybe
0: the one that like you felt like stumped by the most or hit so many roadblocks.
1: My hammock frame. So yeah, so many complex angles that I hadn't. I didn't even know how to calculate a lot of them. Right. So I was like, okay, let me sit down and like figure this out before I hit the shop. And I quickly realized, I was like, I don't know how that piece intersects with that piece. And I don't know how to figure that out. I even tried doing it in like 3D modeling software. And I just really ran up against the limits of my skill. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to kind of make it by feel in the shop. So I'd like, you know, shave one degree off, shave one degree off. Okay, now that lines up. Okay, let's go over here. So it, it took a while, and thank God it's all metal so that I could, you know, when you're welding metal together, you can kind of fudge the angles. You only have to be, like, within a degree or so. And then and you, you can, can
0: fill it with the beads, too.
1: Exactly. That's why, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, if you're close, if you're in the right ballpark, then you can kind of fill it in and then just grind it smooth. Ugh. Yeah. What about you?
0: I'm trying to think what I ran into the most problems with. Probably yeah. that the where I tried to make that carved table that Miranda carved into and then cover that thing with epoxy oh dude that was a nightmare
1: yeah that's tough
0: but that's a perfect example of like one of those things that you do and after you fail at it you can think of a thousand different ways that you could have succeeded
1: yes 100% that's the nice thing about failure is it's you know it's a great teacher like it's it sucks like when you're looking at this you're like oh my god like Miranda spent hours carving this I prepped it all
0: horrible
1: yeah and it's like but You're like, okay, how can I make sure that this never happens again? Yeah. It's one of the most powerful teachers. So try to next time everybody listening, next time you fail at something, try to remember that. Be like, okay, I'm not going to let this happen again. And this is a very expensive lesson in that.
0: (laughs) And that's half the reason why I continued to to put that video out is like. For me, just like harping on it myself would make me never make that mistake again. And I got tons of people who are like, hey, I really appreciated the fact that you showed this monstrous failure.
1: For sure, for sure. I try and anytime there's like a big roadblock that I hit in a video, I try to include it and then the solution. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like that's like, that's some of the most valuable content.
0: But like if if you're cross-cutting and you're like, oh, I have a little tear out, like I'm not gonna talk about that. But like, if you... Literally failed at something. Of course, I'm going to talk about that.
1: If there's like if there's a way that I can make it useful for somebody else, like, you know, like if my hand slipped and it's like, okay, that cut wasn't perfect. Let me go get another piece of wood and do it again. That won't make it in the video. But if something fails and it's like, okay, and then I came up with a solution by combining these two other things to make it work. It's like that's interesting.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Let's see. So tangentially. Mm-hmm. Are there any projects that maybe you had failed or you didn't fail, but you just didn't do great on or as well as you could have that oh. you would want to try it, try, try a go. I'm assuming that means again, again, do over.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think at the end of every project, I'm like, well, I could improve this, 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 and that. Yeah. Um, I really want to remake. This isn't even, huh? I really want to remake my TV stand um i
0: like that tv stand I,
1: I do too but i there's like things about it where i'm like oh you know like if i maybe if i had a false back in it i could hide all the wires or yeah you know what you know what i mean like oh it might look a little neater if i had like a little like spot to like mount a speaker or something like so that it's
0: like fine finishes fittings yeah of things that you would want to change yeah exactly i get it, that
1: yeah and it's just a, like an evolution of the design too like you make something and always at the end of it you're like oh dang i could have done this a little bit differently and it would have been so much better so yeah, yeah. if
0: i weren't in the content game and this was 100 a hobby of me just making my own stuff i would say i would on a lot of things probably make like very rudimentary mock-ups or prototype versions of things before i would ever mm. like this dining table for example yep. maybe i would make it out of poplar or yeah plywood maybe just like yep. m- mock up the base out of plywood
1: oh hundred percent
0: and then go for the real thing. but dude, if I did that, I would never get anything done I <laughs> know I
1: know well, it depends like it's always a balance of like if I screw this up, how bad is it gonna be versus how long will it take me to make a prototype right? yeah. You know, like, if it's going to take you just as long to make a prototype as it would to make the real thing, and, like, even if you screw up the real thing, it's not that big a deal. It's like, don't bother the prototype then, right? Yeah. But, uh, like, again, going back to that hammock, when I was making that, uh, and before I cut it all in steel, I cut it out of 2 by 4s Yeah. So, I figured out all the angles using 2 by 4s so I was like, okay, now I have this, like, cut list, and now I'm going to move over to metal and do it there, because metal's harder to work with, obviously.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so. And substantially more expensive
1: yes that that as well that's very true <laughs> all
0: right so this is the next we're good ge- we're knocking some of these fast ones out yeah we're moving good this one is probably more geared towards you but i can jump in on this one okay. are there any diy i guess everything you do in a house would be diy because you're doing it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> any D- ho- diy home projects that you've done that you wish you hadn't and you called in a pro or someone else to do it
1: um, yeah, I mean, there's OK, so there's so much stuff that I just don't want to do because it kind of sucks.
0: You just sell it out. right? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like anything to do with like concrete work, I usually just sub out because it's like it's backbreaking labor. It's not particularly satisfying
0: when it's heavy. done.
1: heavy. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Like uh, obviously, like the the professionals, like the stuff where you need a license, like HVAC, plumbing, yeah. electrical stuff like that. I'd usually leave that to pros. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty willing to just jump in and DIY most things though. And but that's that's speaking as me right like you know whenever we have a plumber on site i'm like looking over his shoulder like well oh, what's why why's that connect to that oh okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah how do you yeah, connect yeah. those so i'm constantly like prodding these guys and asking questions for like when i go home and do it myself uh um, like oh
0: could i do this myself or do i need to call somebody
1: yeah exactly it's like oh i watched tony the plumber do it like and that's not a racial stereotype. My plumber's name is actually Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was. Like, you got to
0: cover your bases. You yeah, I got to cover my
1: bases. I'll be like, oh, I've, w- I've watched him change like faucets a million times. So now I feel like I can do it myself.
0: I was trying to think. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, I know one for me. Yeah. Got so one. when I was in college and it's actually fun. That's why it was so interesting about your tiling thing that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That your patrons on your Patreon page already have seen the video.
1: Yes, they have. I still
0: haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. (laughs) I'm so far behind on things i got to watch. But um, so when I was in college, um, my sister and I lived in an apartment together. And the shower, it was like a tile shower with the grout and stuff. And it was just Hmm. like old and cracked. So I was like, okay, I'm going to redo this. And I was like, this is going to be a blast, right? Yeah. But I was only going to redo the grout. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to get. And again, this is me having never done any of this. I was like, I'm going to get a manual. Oh, no. Grout tile saw. Yeah. It's like a toothbrush that you have to try to hack all that grout out. Dude, I spent probably two days trying to remove the grout.
1: Grout surprisingly tough.
0: And when you do that, you know that I'm also chipping the tiles. Oh, oh, yeah, you are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I do this, I get all the grout out, and then I'm like, all right, now I'm going to go put this put new grout in. Well, of course, I'm trying to do it on, on the cheap, so I was like, okay, pre-mixed grout versus not pre-mixed grout. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. get the bag of grout. Mm-hmm. But then I just kind of put it in a bucket, throw some water in there, and I'm like, I don't know how thick this should be. Yeah, toothpaste, well, everybody. Yeah, That's long story for. short, had way too much water in it
1: oh yeah that's... so
0: i got it on there i was like it looks great got a ball buffed out i was like oh this is surprisingly easy mm-hmm. it dries and then within like a week or two later it just starts chipping off oh no and flaking off i was like dude this was such a nightmare i've should have never done this <laughs> <laughs> and i've been afraid to tile ever since
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's really easy to get scarred on a project, right? Like you do it once and then it makes you not want to do it again if it doesn't oh, go yeah. well. Um, yeah. One other one that, you know, you can still DIY this one, but a lot of people well, here's what happens a lot of time. I'll go I'll renovate somebody's home project always ends up costing more than what people think it is because everybody adds a million little things while they're working on their house. So like, oh, could you also redo these lights? Anyways. Everybody gets the end of the project strapped for cash. Like, you know what? We'll paint ourselves. Painting
0: is. No, dude, I'm paying somebody.
1: Yeah. Painting is surprisingly hard to do like a nice job is surprisingly hard. Like everybody's like, oh, I can I can paint.
0: Run a roller on the wall.
1: Yeah, I've. Oh, man, I've I've done some work that i was really proud of that was then ruined by a very crappy paint job that the yeah. clients insisted on doing to save some save some cash at the end. Do
0: you want to know a bad paint job? Look in our apartment because it's like the contractor grade paint where yeah. they're just slapping up a new coat in between every tenant dude. Yes. It's yeah. so so this is my and i'm sure you will agree with this. Never buy the cheapest paint you can find. No.
1: No, I'm actually pretty fanatical oh. about buying the higher end paints. Yeah, it's it's worth it.
0: And so my dad worked for uh, Sherwin Williams for like 35 years, which oh, nice. is a, 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 you you have them up in Canada. they were yep. all over yep. the world. Yeah, so they're like one of the there's like three like bi- three or four like big premium paint manufacturers. Yep. Uh, they're they're one of the premium ones, but. He would always be like, oh, you got to get the expensive paint. And I was like, he's just saying that because he works (laughs) (laughs) for sure. But dude, this paint in here is so bad that like if you like scuff or like mark up the wall, you're better off not trying to clean it. (laughs) Because if you try to clean it, you literally remove the paint. And then it's just like this big, horrible visual impairment over a small something.
1: I remember at my last place, there was like a scuff on the wall. And I grabbed a, like a you know microfiber cloth. I got a little bit damp. I was like, I'm just gonna you know, buff the out the re- remove the paint. Also, somehow left some of the color of the cloth on the wall. It was like a it was like a yellow cloth, and it somehow absorbed. <sighs> I was like, great. So I went from like this little scuff to this stained area of like yellow, and also yeah. I can see through to the drywall a little bit now. Yes, it yes. was fantastic.
0: And then there's all these there's paint drips everywhere. They're like. Yeah. Hairs that are matted in the paint on oh, the walls. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's the dude, worst. this is awful. Hire someone to do your painting. Yes.
1: Yeah, and also, man, if you've ever seen a professional painter paint, it'll crazy. They will like paint like a whole floor of a house in like an afternoon, and you're like, my god, it takes me like a day to do a room. Yeah, they just fly. It's insane. I have uh, I have this painter that I work with all the time, and he can like freehand just like cut a perfectly straight line for okay. like six feet in the middle of the wall. Like just like no laser level, no tape guide or anything like that. He'll just go like right across. It's insane.
0: I don't. And is, is it steady hand? It's experience. I think it's just yeah. like minute techniques of yes. like, Oh, I know how to hold this brush. I know how the bristles yes. on this brush are yes. going to like behave. And exactly everything like that.
1: You learn tricks. Like, you know, like if you got to paint a straight line, don't try and like hold the brush like parallel like this brace your hand against the wall so that your hand's not jittering and then drag it across the wall Uh, you know look where you want to go instead of looking at the brush there's all these little things that you just learn after years and years of doing something
0: mm, mm. yeah so this this brings me up to to the next question i think will be a good one okay cm square woodworks Mm. wants to know what technique or tool took you the longest to get a handle on Actually, you know what? We're at an hour. We're at Ooh. hour and three. Oh, teaser. Should we should we save this one for the after show?
1: Uh yeah, do we have anything really juicy to talk about that would be a better tease than this question?
0: I don't know. I don't do we, think so. Do you? Uh
1: maybe. I have a I have a sponsor story that I want to run by you.
0: Ooh, so okay, we're gonna this one's going on hold. We'll save this one for next week. Okay. So okay. Give, give me a tease. What are, we, what are we going to be talking about with the sponsor?
1: Just, to, you know, this potential sponsor kind of... Uh, have you ever had a sponsor offer you a price and then agree to it? And No, then
0: they didn't. They changed their mind.
1: They, well, now they're trying, they agreed to a price and now they're trying to say, you know, would you do it for less?
0: No. Yes, yes. Oh man. Okay, I gotta hear this. Yeah, okay. Okay. So these are the kinds of stories that we talk about in the after show. We talk about all the behind the scenes, we get juicy, we get detailed, and we mm-hmm. can throw people under the bus if we feel like it. A little bit, a little bit. So if you wanna see people get thrown under the bus, we're gonna head over to the after show and you can join us by going to patreon.com/slash off the cut podcast.
1: Perfect. All but right. But if everybody. you
0: don't wanna if you don't like oh. to hear juicy stories and you like to keep it G rated We'll see you next week on the regular podcast. That's
1: true. That's true. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.
0: See you.